This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.38. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And it's time for today on Twitter where it's a question of how much money you need to get married. So I find this story a little bit sad. Um, if, if I'm being honest, I'm just going to start off by saying that. Um, and this came from a tweet from someone named Shabina referencing a Q&A. And um, the question that was put to Shabina was, so if a man only has 1,500 ringgit, are they eligible to get married? I'm trying to make my girlfriend halal. <laughs> um, and Shabina replied, it's not enough. Try to calculate it first. How much is a month's groceries? How much are the bills? And from there it went on. And the, the thread also responded to this. And broadly speaking, I I think most people agree that 1,500 ringgit, which is our minimum salary, uh, our minimum wage, is it not? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, um, that 1,500 ringgit is just not enough to build a life as a new couple. I think that there were also discussions like, well, how often will you be eating at your family home? Um, you know, so are you paying for food all the time? Where will you be living? So there were all these separate things. But overall, I thought that the the conversation that resulted from it was really interesting, but also painted a picture of how difficult it is to access steps that we're all told we're supposed to take when you find yourself disadvantaged when it comes to money. You're right that what on the surface feels like a casual conversation on Twitter, actually has layers that made me also feel rather dispirited um, because it again goes back to that question of what is a living wage versus what is minimum wage, right? And obviously from this conversation, it becomes really clear that 1,500 ringgit is by no means enough for um, a young couple or really anyone who is setting out to make a life for themselves, whatever that might be. Um, And, you know, all the challenges that are coming up uh, in the tweets really reflects that. So, for instance, Uni is Tired says, to be honest, it's definitely not enough. Renting a house is already 1,000 ringgit. Even if it's a flat or PPR, the cheapest is also... One, uh, 700 to 800 monthly. Tapi kalau both kerja, both 1,500 ringgit could become a household income of 3,000 ringgit. Cukup je untuk newlyweds. Yeah, but even this one, cukup je, is quite a... It's doing a lot of heavy lifting. It's I, I think that, I mean, this is one of those phrases that you could translate in any number of ways. But I think in this context, it really does feel like you're saying, well, it'll be enough. It'll be just about enough. And and that can feel like the case, especially if you are not just uh, trying to survive month to month, but also trying to build a nest egg or trying to save for things like children. Uh, there are all these aspects. So, um, Sukuntum Jasmine says, don't bro, there'll be a lot of fights over money. You'll stress yourself out. At least strengthen your finances first. I just started being able to, you know, kind of breathe by myself, just taking care of other people's children. Um the thing about marriage is a condition is to see whether or not you can afford it. If you don't, um, then, you know, starting with intention and effort first is is what counts. So this is the thing, right? I think the point about Chukupja that you made earlier um, is, is in fact really the, the key to this whole thing because maybe 3,000 is doable, but what if someone falls ill? What if you have a, a big repair? What if you have an unexpected expense that month? Then what happens? Are you saving? Because another thing about being married is that you also have to start looking at things in a longer sense, in a longer term sense. Um, so absolutely, these are the concerns. We have uh, Flora Shopee, for instance, saying, 
And they're making more of a, I suppose, a, a relationship point. If you want to get married, make sure to ask them if they're willing to go through hardships together without complaining that everything is not enough. In return, you need to promise to work hard and gain a higher salary in one to two years. 1,500 ringgit is very low. What you can do is work hard to earn more or change your job. A separate point of view, though, comes by way of A, who says, no matter how much our income, it's enough and it's a worthy thing to do to get married and have a family, provided that we have done our best. If we worked hard and that's all the, the sustenance or, or reziki, I think was the phrase here, that God has given us, then why should we complain? Why is it necessary to earn so much to get married? And this this is interesting because this is a point of view that I... I will say I used to hear a lot more of before we all started talking more openly about money. Yes. So I think that there is a, to me, there's a there's a line in the sand where it used to be that we didn't talk about money as much. Um, we didn't speak so openly about things. And so you would commonly hear, you'll never have enough money to get married. You'll never have enough money to have children. Just start. Just start and then the money will it come. It will work itself out. It will work itself mm. out. You'll find a way to do it. And, and that seems to be what this is saying. And, you know, I, I think that this is actually kind of interesting from a generational divide point of view because you do sometimes hear this said about millennials and up. So from people below that who could afford to buy houses and, and you know, all the rest of it saying, well, it worked out for us. We raised you. So why can't you do it? And then people of this, well, again, millennials and up, I think that seems to be the, the dividing line saying things were really different. Um, you know, if you look at the stagnation of wages and so on, it, it's kind of a completely different monetary playground and setup that we're dealing with. I think expectations are also different. And I don't mean that as a negative, right? The point uh, someone else made on Twitter about um willing to go through hardships together. It's a big ask to ask someone else to kind of um, go along with you on this journey while also acknowledging we may not have enough money. We may struggle. We may never get to do that thing that makes you happy. We may need to really think about how we spend our money together. And I think in, in today's world, for couples, particularly if they're both earning, particularly if they both have their own aspirations and dreams, that might be more than they're willing to do. And I think it's okay to acknowledge that and have that conversation. I'm always on the side of talking about money is really important when you get married. Uh, I think so too. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to delicately speak about this. I think that there are also societal pressures as to why people might feel as if the only way they can further a relationship is through marriage. Yes, of course. Um, and, and that's a big part of it too, because I, I think that I can hear people saying, well, just wait then. You know, if, if you don't have enough money, just wait. Um, but I think that depending on the kind of... Um, the kind of social cultural setup that you were raised in, you might believe you might believe that marriage is really the only way to carry a relationship forward, and you might want to do that very badly. And so, I, I, like I said, I feel it's a difficult story to talk about, but I do find it very interesting. So we're talking about this because uh, of a question that surfaced on Twitter. Um, a uh, a user called Shabina asked: Is one thousand five was asked whether one thousand five hundred ringgit is enough? to get married with. So we're asking you, how important is it to be earning enough money when you get married? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Beats, funk, mixtapes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 
It is 5.50. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And on today on Twitter, we've been talking about, um, well, firstly, whether 1,500 ringgit is enough to get married on. Um, and we're extending that to ask you, how important is it to be earning enough money when you get married? You can call 777 send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. We have a number of people weighing in on this. Sabrina says, um, Sharat Sahnika, um, balik, waras, mampu. Uh, 1.5k, tak cukup Sharat. In other words, they don't meet the... Um, they don't meet the necessary. Uh, the top three reasons for divorce are sex, financials, family interference. Do your research and go figure. It will never just work itself out. Just ask the KKM counsellors. You know what strikes me about that list of top three reasons for divorce, I think would actually line up with top three things people find it very difficult to talk to about. To talk about, honestly, yes. I, I think so too. And to talk about honestly in the long term. Mm. Um, and honestly, uh, to resolve as well, because these are the kinds of things sometimes actually has to do also with different values, different approaches. Uh, we have Munif saying, I'm no financial expert, but if there's one thing aspiring couples need to understand, it's this. In a marriage, love alone is not enough. Reziki is Reziki, Jodo is Jodo. But Malay couples especially don't flaunt these terms without Usaha first and foremost. It's no longer just about you when it comes to marriage. You'd be taking another human being down with you if the financial ship Moon, if you should put that on a t-shirt, I think. Um, the, the, the whole idea of usaha being important or effort. Because I, I think that um, it is true that when you are in love and, um, and, and getting married admittedly is a, a huge and for some people, or at varying degrees, I think a huge, it's romantic, it's a stressful step. There are all these things involved. But it is very easy to fall into the ideas around jodo or the, the whole idea of it's meant to be, it's a must, it's going to happen. Um, and then not think about the practicalities as simple as where would we live and can we afford to live there? Yeah, no, absolutely. So Mizi is actually saying, newlyweds would be able to live on 1,500 ringgit a month. With kids coming into the picture, they'd have better double, if not triple their income. Bear in mind, children have needs, wants and expectations sooner or later. So are we being responsible parents? Also remember, we might end up having to support aged parents on both or either sides. It's not about being materialistic. It's about being realistic. I agree with that, Mizi. And I think that that's a pretty accurate picture, a uh, succinct one as well, of the sand generation and also actually increasingly the phrase I'm hearing is club sandwich generation mm. that you, ha you have people the layers. yes yes the layers and how some people especially um, gen exes I want to say now find themselves caring for their parents their adult children and their grandchildren Yes, that's yeah. true. And so it, it's not enough even just to think about your generations on, on either side, right? It goes in every direction. Um, this also actually reminds me of something that was brought up in the original tweet. And that was that the the gentleman asking said, is 1.5K enough? Um, I earned that. But there was no mention of his lady love um, and how much she would be bringing into it. And, and I wonder whether that's a conversation they've had. So uh, actually, I was going to uh, ask Mizi, if you're listening, when you say 1,500 is enough for newlyweds, did you mean one person earning 1.5 or both earning 1.5? Yes, but then even the original question asker did not seem to take into account how much the other half of the couple would be bringing into it. And I, I wonder whether that's also got to do with the ways we think about money. Yeah. Um, you know, the old jokes, right? What's what's mine is mine. 
what is it again? What's mine is yours. No, oh, no. Wait. What's yours is mine. Yes. What's mine is mine. Yes. I, I think that that's. The, <laughs> sorry, we butchered this. Well, the thing is, it's also, I suppose, in a purely practical sense. Even if we take aside the whole, well, maybe it's the husband that should be earning bare minimum, or whatever. Um, in the end, it comes down to you need for at least one person to be having an income, right? So I suppose if you're talking about this is the minimum yes. we are going to live on. Yes. Then maybe that's where that conversation begins. Um, we have Hussein actually saying, on this current topic, my take is, is it a must to get married? It's just a piece of paper and divorce rates are going up. Don't you think the institution of marriage is really overrated? So putting aside marriage, either way, 1.5k is not enough and no one should settle for less. If, you're, if you are, then you're just plain lazy and giving excuses to settle for less. Uh, so I, I think the, the latter bit is complicated in the sense of how much you earn um, and, and what you're able to get. I don't know. There are other tweets floating around right now about people working five jobs, uh, trying to, to make enough money. So yes. I think that's a conversation for another day. Another day. That first part, though, is it a must to get married? I think that's what I was trying to get at earlier uh, about why for some people, it is still the only way. And I think that complicates this conversation we're trying to have. Sure. And there are cultural reasons for why that is the case. Um, we do have a voice note that's come in. This is from Roberto. Okay, this is going to sound a little bit harsh. I know it's not going to be popular whatsoever. There are two takes of this. First take is like we are been talking in this world, at this time, in this era, we cannot claim that uh, we do not know what we're doing with 1,500 ringgits as a minimum salary. Um, two together, working minimum wage, barely can make it. But then uh, when we are in love, we tend to avoid the hardship of talking about this. We need to talk. We need to talk those things. And, and come to an agreement, and that's it. That's one thing. That's one take. The other take is we cannot deny this relationship, this merit, to anybody who is not earning enough because it's, it's, it's limiting those people who are in the B40. So what are we saying? That we don't, we are not allowing, or not, not, not allowing, my point is, uh, the, the people with the B40s, they cannot get married. You know what I mean? It, it is fair for them to say, no, you, you cannot. I think that this is something that needs to be talked about. Uh, the people in the B40s, perhaps they will not gonna have a fancy party or whatever. And that's the risk, you know? It's complicated. It's really, really complicated, but definitely it's something that it can, it can work it out, like the song said, it can work it out. Roberto, thank you so much for that. Um, you know, you, you brought up points that Lynn and I were actually discussing before we came on air as well, how um, this conversation about money and in practical terms, what is enough yeah. does not mean 
that then we extend that to say, well, if you don't make enough, you shouldn't get married because that should be an option open to everyone. It should. And and I think that it will work itself out really depends on how it is people live. Because I've known, for example, of married couples who continue to live in their separate family homes despite getting married for a period of time until they saved up enough to be able to rent or get a house. And so there are different ways and forms in which people get married. I think that the question of how much it needs to how much you need to thrive is also another thing. And as for denying people marriage, um, Dylan says, marriage gives legal protection for uh, spouses and children, insurance, pension, um, employee protection for family, tax benefits, usually for women and children. Marriage is to protect their benefits. And I think um, this is such an excellent point because the earlier message from Hussein about the institution of marriage, you can have questions about that. I think that's fair. But what marriage currently legally protects is also a really valid point. Actually, it's really weird, right? In the current system that we live in, marriage might be viewed as, getting married might be viewed as a privilege, but not being married is also, choosing not to be married also comes with a certain amount of privilege if you're with somebody and you want to build a family. So keep those thoughts coming. Not the cheeriest of topics, I admit. You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us. So keep it here, BFM 89.1. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.